Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi. So, I was... Getting my stories, and I was like, oh, I really wish I had one more story. And then I was like, duh, I had forgotten the biggest story of the week. That is this week's main character. Rachel, you know who it is. Uh oh. It is Tiffany King, a <gasps> psychic medium and self proclaimed momic who performed an impromptu stand up routine at the Burbank AMC before a screening of The Lost City. Is that like a Sandra? Bullock movie? It's Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Okay. So it's like an Indiana Jones comedy or it's like, I have no idea what it is. It's like an adventure would be the genre. Okay. So <laughs> this movie was running late due to technical issues in the projection booth. And this woman, uh, her daughter dared her to go in front of the room and do a set while the audience waited for the film to start. I stop. <laughs> <laughs> who who was saying this? Because I would like to say the daughter allegedly. Well, this is according to the woman. Now, this set was captured by a Twitter user named Charlie Damsky. Uh, he recorded the set, posted it to Twitter with the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme music at the end of the clip. This clip went viral and countless other Twitter users retweeted it with their own comments. Other people, I think, posted Videos of this there were, uh, as well? There were a few other moviegoers. I mean, obviously, in this day and age, if something like that happens, you're filming it, right? I mean... Yeah, there were a few other moviegoers who captured bits of this woman who essentially took the AMC Burbank 16 hostage while they were waiting for the film to start. Right. So one Twitter user compared her to a theater kid who desperately needs love. Uh, another audience member in the clip tried to force her off stage by shouting, put us out of our misery. Two people in the front row did encourage her, uh, to get back, um, get back at it. Or like some people were encouraging her and maybe it was for sadistic reasons. She did some singing. She did some in the clip in her set, which is totally an unhinged because I've watched it several times. It is absolutely one of the most unhinged it was a fifteen. She did like a fifteen minute set, like right, and it's the, very long. The clip that we saw, the one that went viral initially, was it's like a two minute clip, but it is it's like a best of of that set. She she did all her best of bits, uh, so, which included an opera, and then there was a goblin, okay, right? The, the <laughs> goblin was when, that part of the opera when remember. she went full goblin mode. Honestly, this whole thing was this is what goblin mode means to me. She. She is to goblin mode what Julia Fox never was. Like, this is true goblin mode. Right. Julia Fox never did goblin mode. Uh, Like, I guess that people said Kanye said she went goblin mode. No, I thought (laughs) Julia Fox said she went goblin mode. No, that was a lie. She said that she never said that. 
She, so she was misfairly labeled, according to her. I, I, I agree. I, why would you ever... I would love to go goblin mode. But this... <laughs> not No. This woman, Tiffany <clears throat> King, this psychic medium slash... Momic. M- mother comic, <laughs> momic, went full goblin mode. Yeah. And not just because she did an impression of a goblin in her set. It is genuinely one of the most chaotic things I've ever seen in my life. People are like audibly telling her to stop... And yeah. she will not stop. It only encourages her, people which are is booing. a frightening thing to be around. There's only one moment where some people clap, and it's because she does, to be fair to her, have a pretty good voice. She's, right. I think that's that was her tactic. I need to get them back on my side. Yes. But no one was on her side from the beginning. Anyway, she's 42 years old. She is um, a mom, like we mentioned before, who is, I think, in some kind of custody battle. So I don't know why she'd be going out <laughs> doing stuff like this. I said to Rachel, like, uh, her husband or her ex could use this in a custody hearing, probably like, look at this woman taking my daughter to the AMC and making a fool of herself. She was a recent winner on the celebrity dating game. Do you know what that is? No, but I saw that. Uh, I don't know what that is, but it does sound sad. I, was- I genuinely hope she's not the celebrity. Uh, she also described her performance as a victory against misogyny. What I think did I both say? Rachel and I agree. <laughs> she. It's a victory for misogyny, you said. <laughs> and I do think that this has set women's comedy back decades. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to be represented by this woman. Uh, yeah, so she said her kid dared her, like Rachel said. That's her word. Don't don't drag the kid in. The, the kid's like, don't drag me into it, mom. I didn't encourage you this. Here's, or if I did say it, mom, I was kidding. Like, Here's why I don't believe that the kid encouraged her to do this. Because when I was eight years old, I was mortified by my mother at that point. I didn't want my mom to get up and make a scene in a public no, place. No, no kid does. She said, my kid dared me to do it and I can't say no to my kid. Well, you should say no to your kid sometimes. Absolutely. About, about There's nothing things. wrong. You wanted to go up. Uh, one tweet said, unsolicited stand-up comedy should be a felony. Completely agree. And some solicited. You don't know what you're getting. You go to a show. Maybe some of the acts aren't. Like, that's why I can't see comedy. I feel things too viscerally when I'm seeing bad comedy. I like, it's, it's painful for me. So I'll go to my friend's show because I know they're, if they're, I know they're funny. But like, God forbid someone goes up that I don't know. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I hope I like them. Well, if it's like, a, especially if it's like an open mic situation. It's, it's honestly, I respect people or most people who go up to do comedy. I think it's really difficult, it's especially difficult. to bomb and like still keep going. I don't have the strength for it. It's it's me feeling too pain, too much pain for people when they're struggling or uh, bombing. I can't like sit through it. Like I it, think, it pains me. I think the biggest problem about this was that she did this at a venue that was not the appropriate venue. Nobody asked for this. They were like, I would not go to movies if it, there was this kind of thing happening. Like if it was like, let's do warm ups before the movie. No, I want to see the trailers. I want to see the warnings about not using your phone. <laughs> like whatever, anything but that. Yeah. Especially whatever her comedy is, which is unhinged uh, and desperate seeming. Like uh, like you, everyone's laughing at it. Like I literally can barely watch clips of it because it makes me so like in pain to see her doing this. Like I don't want people to embarrass themselves in this way. Uh, but I guess she loves it. So who am I to stop? <laughs> who am I to stop her from from, from performing in this uh, way? Um, so yeah, 
She also said that she has an upcoming album, which will include comedy music and a parody of an R&B song about a guy with a tiny penis. It's already been done, honey. We like, just listened to that <laughs> we song. We literally just listened to that song. It's, we don't need your version. You're not going to ever... Uh, you know that 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 their peak has already been reached with that and, type and of it, song, and it happened in 1993 with Short Dick Man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so one Twitter set user said she was in the audience, and there was a lot of industry people there. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to encourage anyone else to do this because uh, I don't think that that went over well with them. Right? No, I don't th- look. This isn't a you showcase. don't want to get famous this way. No, I just don't think that you want to. Anyway, I'm sure we'll be seeing more from her probably for at least a few weeks. Right? You think so? Um, I'm sure she'll have a little bit more and peter out. Nothing good. Like I think people will dunk on her a bit more because she'll probably post a few more things in the upcoming weeks. Do you think? I mean, she's definitely going to capitalize on this. Uh, a Honest, bit longer. Honestly, my favorite anecdote because there were then there were other comics who are like Los Angeles comics who started give, telling their anecdotes about doing shows with this woman. And oh, right, 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 right. My right. favorite anecdote from a local comic said, "This woman, like, don't feel bad for this woman. This woman brought her eight year old daughter to a show, and then her entire set was about how much she hates her daughter." <gasps> I mean, come on. Look, this type of person is uh, really prevalent in L.A., (laughs) like people who want fame or attention at all costs. It's awful. I don't like seeing it. And it's like, look, comedy is not for everyone. I feel like sometimes people want to be an actor and they think comedy is an in, but it's like, no, that's a very special, unique skill. Like you can't just become a comic to get acting roles or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. Doja Cat has said she fucking quits in a series of tweets last night. And let me tell you, I, I, I felt a little relate. It was a little relatable to me where you just reach your wits end with people expecting things of you. And she like went off on people on Twitter. So she was supposed to play at a festival in Paraguay. Yeah. But it ended up being canceled because of flooding due to a major storm. Some people appeared annoyed that she didn't interact with fans outside of her hotel. While she was there, I guess, in her hotel, you know, waiting out the storm. Uh, So they got really mad at her and went after her on Twitter. Um, Other celebrities also had issues in Paraguay that same day because of these storms. Miley Cyrus's plane got struck by lightning en route to this festival. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly also ended up doing an impromptu show outside, um, impromptu show outside his hotel after the cancellation. So... Uh, I guess because he did that, people were like, well, you should also do an impromptu show outside the hotel room. She did not think that. Uh, Things took a turn on Twitter when she apologized for not giving the crowd at Lollapalooza in Brazil a good enough show. So the people in Paraguay were like, well, what about us? Where's our apology? Uh, That that made them mad. So she said when they complained uh, about her apologizing to Brazil and not them. She said, I'm not sorry. (laughs) And she's like, I'm just going to let everybody be mad. That was her statement. And you know what? I'm, I, I'm fine with that. Like people, you can't come after people. You don't know what anyone's going through. I'm sure that's a very stressful uh, situation for her as well. 
She then said she wouldn't take pictures with any fans anymore on tour. And then she finally broke and she's like, someone's like, what happened to your humility? She said, it's gone and I don't give a fuck anymore. I fucking quit. I can't wait to fucking disappear. I don't need you to believe in me anymore. Everything is dead to me. Music is dead and I'm a fucking fool for ever thinking I was made for this. It's a fucking nightmare. Unfollow me. All of us have been... (laughs) Honestly, if you get me at the right moment, that's how I feel too. And we're not even on that level. No, no. Just like having a modest following from on Twitter or something, you can feel like people have these expectations of you. And it's like, I'm nobody. Like, I just want to disappear too. Or like, don't expect things from me. I'm not whatever. Like, I get it. She changed her um, Twitter name to I quit. So we will follow this story. (laughs) I, I I feel I feel for her. She should she should take an extended vacation, reassess later, and you know what? We all need breaks sometimes. Maybe she needs a break. Uh, I think I'm sure she appreciates her fan, but they're not like in charge of her life. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully she gets some rest. Maybe she's. Um, I'm sure she will um, probably reassess. Uh, I'm not saying she's going to apologize, but yeah, don't come after people when they're going through shit. Let them have a break, and then maybe they'll do what you want or in a way you want, right? Okay, this is an important story. Pusha T and Arby's released a diss track <laughs> to take down McDonald's filet of fish Is this food and wine? Absolutely, but I saw this story on Twitter as well. This is a big story. This was a big story. I saw this. So, <laughs> look, if you don't know, Pusha T wrote... The da 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 da. I'm, I'm loving it. it. He wrote that. I know. That's an amazing track. <laughs> I mean, talk about iconic tracks. He wrote that and he didn't get royalties from it. No. And that's McDonald's theme. I like, won't, okay. Here's the thing about but up, but up, I'm loving it. That is McDonald's longest running slogan. Yeah. Because. I can name about five that they had in the 90s. But when But Up, But 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 came out in the early 2000s, it's it's still here. Yeah. Uh, and Justin Timberlake sang it, right? He sang it in, At the, least fir- one of them. in the first commercial for yeah. it. Okay, so like Rachel said, he never got any royalties for this. I don't know what their agreement was, but obviously he feels um, upset about this, that they, whatever, are screwed over in some way. So... You know, this is the latest rap beef. There's been a lot in our lifetime. <laughs> Wait, is he, the latest and the greatest. Is he beefing with McDonald's? Absolutely. So because this track, uh, he made a new track for Arby's. Uh, it is called Spicy Fish Distract. It debuted this week on Arby's official YouTube channel. And Pusha T pulls no punches. Uh, he is going after McDonald's hard. The lyrics include, I'm the reason the whole world love it. Now I got to crush it. filet fish is shit and you should be disgusted. <laughs> um, yeah, so he agreed to do the track for Arby's due to a genuine grudge he has with McDonald's um, that he alludes to in the opening line of uh, this diss track. Uh, he says, I am solely responsible for the I'm loving it swag and the jingle of that company. I did it at a very young age, at a very young time in my career where I wasn't asking for much money and ownership. It's something that's always dug at me later in life. Damn it, I was a part of this and I should have more stake. 
I was like half a million or a million dollars for me and my brother, but that's peanuts for as long as they've been using it. I had to get that energy off of me. And this ad was the perfect way to get that energy. Like, you know what? I'm over it now. So yeah, he didn't hold back on these jabs. He calls the filet of fish a little cube of fish from a clown is basic. Drowned in tartar sauce, that filet of fish is tasteless. Now, Arby's has a new fish sandwich. Ew. <laughs> so that's why he's going after the, the king, the king of fast food fish sandwiches, right? Right. The filet of fish. Yeah. So Arby's uh, is up for that. They want to take over. They have King's Hawaiian Fish Deluxe. They have a spicy fish sandwich and a crispy fish sandwich as well. Uh, so publishing a diss track obviously is the ultimate expression of confidence in your talent or taste, according to Arby's marketing officer, Patrick Schwing. Patrick Schwing. Wait a minute. How do you have that last name for real? That's the marketing director of Arby's name? Yes, I literally just read it. Patrick, Patrick Schwing. Schwing. And it's spelled exactly as you would think. <laughs> Patrick Schwing. That's a great name. I want to marry that guy just to get the name. Desi Schwing. Schwing. <laughs> His spicy fish sandwich, he says, our spicy fish sandwich is better than the square fish competition. You know why it's already better is because it's spicy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he had, Pusha T had one more positive takeaway about Arby's. I'm the first ever fish sandwich diss ever, and I should go down in history for that. I agree. He, he turned fish sandwiches into a diss track. I think that's very creative. I do think it's interesting that like 20 years later he reached a boiling point to to do this. It has been bugging him for so long. I mean, I would be bothered by it. Not since Roxanne and Roxanne's Revenge. <laughs> we had such a such a genuine beef that needed to be uh laid out. I like a prolonged beef, Me too. beef that's reached a boiling point that everyone else has forgotten about and then someone's like, "You know what? 20 years later, I'm still holding on to this resentment." Yes, I love a long a long beef, uh, especially when it presents itself in this kind of thing, like funny rhymes about fish. Uh, another McDonald's. I have a few more McDonald's stories. Um, McDonald's is bringing back the Szechuan sauce. This is a very popular McNugget sauce. You might remember a few years ago. I think this sauce was like on the show Rick and Morty, and it kind of gained like this cult status. Uh, so they re-released it at some point a few years ago and people were literally like, they wanted to buy like the huge containers of it. Like they want It's like, have you had this sauce? I mean, I don't eat McNuggets. Um, but I just remember people were losing it to get this fucking Szechuan sauce. So they're finally bringing it back. Uh, it'll, it'll appear, um, at the end of the month. I think it drops on the 31st. So yeah, go get your Szechuan sauce. And speaking of McNuggets, um, <laughs> a woman has has broken the Guinness World Records for most McDonald's chicken McNuggets eaten in one minute. Uh, this woman's name is Leah Schottkiever. She ate. She holds twenty seven official world records for eating, including fastest time to eat three mince pies. She's uh, from the UK. Fast decide to eat three pickled eggs and Ew. most marshmallows eaten in one minute without using your hands. They just make a fucking world record for anything. She's an eater. 
Additionally, um, this pro-British eater has racked up over 174,000 Instagram followers with all of her eating shit. Now, among her many titles, she also held the record for most chicken nuggets eaten in three minutes. She's held this record for uh, since 2020. So she she's breaking her own record. Can I see a picture of her? Um, I don't know if this is her, but it's in the video. I mean, she looks pretty food and young. Wine. Food and wine's really cleaning up today. Dude, they've got it all. Uh, so she was able to eat 19 nuggets in one minute. That's, That's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> 19 nuggets? <laughs> Nine. I bet she was sad she didn't get the 21. Because it comes in a 20 box. Yeah. Um, she says, when you set goals and achieve them, your confidence grows. And I think that was just a massive turning point in my life. I want to uh, know, know what possessed this woman to... She has been inspired to do this no. since 20... Okay. Let me finish. <laughs> I want to know what possessed this woman to compulsively eat pickled eggs for a contest. I can Did picture she, that being easy to swallow. That is disgusting. Like a python. You know, you just... <laughs> You swallow. I am. You hate pickled eggs. I am fucking revolted by them. My brother sells them at his bar, and I am so revolted. Have you ever had one? No, not even from him. And he's like, he's like sad that I won't try one of his pickles. Next he, time we go, I'll try one. He home makes them. He makes the brine. I'm sure for pickled eggs, as far as they go, his are very good. He's a very good cook. I am revolted by the thought of pickled eggs. I definitely have had one. And I don't remember what it tastes like. I I don't remember it being bad, but it was definitely something I don't care to eat again. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, ooh, I need to have a pickled egg. Yeah. People fucking love them. I know. I'm but you know what? I'm not in general a hard boiled egg eater to begin with. So the only thing I do like is deviled eggs occasionally. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm not like I'm always kind of like you know how like Starbucks sometimes just like just sells hard boiled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> I'm always just like who? I, I mean, I guess there's just so many people who are like protein. <laughs> here's I'm a, just not eating a hard boiled egg here's, ever. Here's the thing: I'm not anti egg. I'm very pro eating eggs, but I'm very particular. And like if I see some, if I see a pre packaged hard boiled egg, I'm I'm retching. I just find and that's, it, and that's on me. That this is a me yeah, problem. I mean, it's a healthy snack. <laughs> I just don't want one. I don't want it if it's prepackaged. No. And our last food story is: IHOP and Pepsi have come together to make a maple syrup cola. Would you drink this? It's a limited uh, edition flavor. Um, I mean, I don't drink a ton of soda. I would have no trouble taking a swig if someone had it by me, but I'm well, not going to buy it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's a Pepsi flavored syrup or a syrup? No, it is a soda that has a maple flavor added to the cola. I'll take a sip. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't sound too weird to me. No. Uh, obviously, you're not pouring it on your pancakes. Maybe it would be good as a float. Ooh, now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, IHOP. <laughs> we, we've, got a, we've got a great idea for you. Uh, yeah. So... Uh, I think that's all our stories. Yeah, I finished the one with a woman. Great stories. Uh, You're welcome. We'll be back after the break. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. Desi, what are we watching this week? Um, I finally started watching, what is it called? World's Worst Roommate? I think so. It is a Netflix show that's kind of like a investigation discovery type deal. Each episode is about, um, well, they say, is it neighbor roommates? Okay. I thought it was roommates. I guess. Yeah. You just I just said world. 
<laughs> because the first episode is like a little combination. I guess she's like a landlady. Um, so I, yeah, maybe she's just, uh, just barely in there, but she, I actually knew this story. It's like from Sacramento. It's like this old little old lady. I can't remember her name right now. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was good. It's a popular I feel like, show. uh, I feel like if you like crime, it's definitely an interesting, uh, topic. It's, it's similar to like an evil lives here, like people in your sort of vicinity who turn out to be like, not the little nice old lady. She's a murderer. Right. She's burying bodies. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I watched that. I, oh, I watched Jackass Forever. You loved it. I loved it. Very funny. Lots of penises. Uh, so if you're offended by that, <laughs> there's like the whole opening sequence it was going on for a very long time. I won't give it away. But at some point I was like, oh, wait, that's someone's dick. <laughs> like I didn't realize... <laughs> Because <laughs> it looks kind of animated. I can't explain it, but if you watch it, you'll see. Uh, Johnny Knoxville, still hot. Yeah. He could hit it anytime. Um, yeah, it's very funny. It's a short movie. And I think now it is streaming on Paramount Plus, if you have that app, which I do, and I never use it. <laughs> so it's worth the price of admission now. You have now. to watch the last two seasons of The Good Wife that you missed. Absolutely. Ugh. I need to hook it up to my TV because I think I had only watched Paramount Plus on my laptop, but you know, I should just add it to my TV. Yeah. So I can watch it on the big screen. <laughs> the Good Life. The Good Wife. It's the guy got to see that in full high def. You got to see The Good Wife in high def. It's The Good Wife and then The Good Fight. The Good. <laughs> Uh, I'm still watching The Good Fight. We're actually on the last season now, so we're about to be caught up. It's uh, The Good... I'm enjoying it, even though there's aspects of it that I don't like. Like, the... Like, midway through the series, they started doing these little, like, musical interludes. Oh, God. Where it's, like, Schoolhouse Rock. No. Where it, like, explains something. I'm like, I don't need this. I don't need this. I get what you're trying to do, but I don't need it. Uh, yeah, just... It's I not like for it's me. straightforward. Yeah, I don't need it. Yeah. But I do... I obviously love um, Christine Baranski. I just... She's just a joy to watch in anything she does. I think she was, like, my first favorite actress when I was a kid. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What was the show she was Sybil. on? Sybil. Sybil, okay. right, 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 right. I... <laughs> This I is, knew she had like a big the, show. This is the type of child I was because Sybil was one of the funniest shows to me as a kid. Yeah. It was I good. Loved that show. I should rewatch that it's show. It's an underrated sitcom. It really is. And I think it ended because Sybil is like a nightmare. Really? Apparently. Yeah. I don't think she got along with Christine Baranski. Really? Now, yeah, and remember, Christine was definitely like the breakout star yes. on that show. And I think Sybil didn't like it. And so she, I think they had some tension on the set, and I think that that show ended because she was kind of a nightmare. I I just adored her. I just remember watching, being like, "Who is that? I yeah. love that woman. She's so funny. Oh, she's amazing. And of course, then I saw her in Adam's Family Values, right? And she's she's in a million movies, like The Birdcage. She's always just a standout in whatever she does. Yeah, I've just like been a fan of her since I was very young and so uh, like, I like I feel like I can watch I watch the Gilded Age too oh yeah I've the Gil- I can't watch those shows the Gilded Age is funny <laughs> it's funny because like it's not haha funny but it's funny because I've been watching it since it premiered and the season finale just happened last week 
And I feel like it's one of those shows where I feel like nothing really that exciting happened, but I found myself watching it every single week because I love all the actors in it so much. And I do love a good period piece. It's not even like it's a great period piece show. I like a good period piece. (laughs) (laughs) I do like watching period pieces. And Nathan Lane's in it. So it's just kind of ridiculous. It's Cynthia Nixon's in it too, right? Cynthia Nixon's in it and she's great in it. And Christine Baranski is obviously great. It's on HBO. Okay. Here's the thing. It's an HBO show, but it feels like Avonlea. Do you remember Avonlea? It was on the Disney Channel. (laughs) Okay. It feels like a show. It it feels like it was made in another time or something. And it feels very like I know it's the same people who did Downton Abbey. Yes. I think. So it there's no, there's no like, uh, you know, swearing in it. There's no, I haven't. There's no titties in it. It does not feel like an HBO show, right? To me, I don't. I honestly didn't think it was an HBO it, show. It is. Just by seeing what I've seen, it looked like it was on maybe another streamer or yeah. something. That's probably why I didn't <laughs> that's watch what, it. That's the vibe of it for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll probably never watch it. I, I kind of am curious, but just not enough to watch it. I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have oh Carrie Coon is in it and she's fantastic. I heard that Meryl Streep's daughter is in it and she's really bad. That's like the one thing I heard this she's week. She's Mamie Gummer? No, her other daughter, oh, Louisa right. something or other. Oh, she plays a Carrie Coon's daughter, I think. Or no oh no, wait. Meryl Streep's daughter is the Marion Brooke. Right? I don't know her name on the character. Her actress's name is Louisa. I didn't, I didn't know she had another daughter. Yeah, and she doesn't have the last name Gummer. She's taken another last name. Because, or maybe she's married. Because no Mamie idea. Gummer is a reoccurring character on The Good Wife and The Good Fight, and she's fantastic. Well, I think the two daughters that we know, right? Mamie, what's the other one's name? I don't know. I can't remember. There's another Gummer sister. And I think they're both very good, and they're on a lot of things. And then this third daughter is out now. I guess the youngest daughter, her name is Louisa, and she's on this show. I don't know when the New York accent came to be. Yeah. But <laughs> but there is one character, and only one character on the Gilded Age who talks like that. Okay. He's like, hey. And and who is that? He's like one of the servants. Okay. Servant boy. So was it like a, a lower class accent? Yes, but, on the he's cap- the, but everyone else has like Irish accents right. or like, you know, or, or just not no accent at all who works in the right. servants quarters. But this guy's like, yo, do you think she wants me to bring her up some porridge? Um, and I just would like to know when that accent came to be, because this is the 1880s, and it's just very funny to me every time this kid is on screen, because he's the only one who talks like that. That's funny. What else? I feel like I was going to say another thing I watched. Oh, I'm still watching The Dropout, and it's really good. Yeah. Have you stopped watching it? I have, because we, so we have so much stuff to watch. That's all I literally do with my life. <laughs> It's not for anything. It's actually very good. I like, just, the reason I stopped watching it is because I thought we were going to watch some of it again for Green Room, possibly. Right. So I wasn't sure when I should watch it. Oh, I and see. And then I forgot about it. I'm just watching it because it's very good and now it's getting more and more juicy. Ooh. Uh, like, I like literally can't wait for it to drop. I'm like there every All right, week. I'll pick it back up. Um, I mean, just watch it. Don't worry about Green Room because 
but we have things planned for the next one and then we'll taking off a week. I right. just don't think we're going to get back to it. Um, most likely there'll be something else we need to do. Yeah. It's very good. And then I did, I am slowly getting through What About Pam? Okay. I start, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I start, per your recommendation, <laughs> I watched, I, I was only able to watch the first half of the first episode because I think you came over and we were going to record. Right. But it, it's even more absurd than you described it. It's so absurd. It feels like Keith Morrison narrating A Night Before Christmas. It feels like watching a play or something. It's, it's bizarre. bizarre. It is so bizarre. And she's like, that's me. I'm Pam. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's breaking the fourth wall a lot. A lot. Like a lot. And I agree. The narration is very like, and with her kerchiefs and caps. <laughs> <laughs> like... First of all, he should do a recording of the night before Christmas. Oh, he has? Oh, Oh, my God. Have you heard it? No, of course I haven't heard it. Well, look, if you subscribe to the Dateline podcast, every Christmas, every Christmas, Keith Morrison, he does a classic Christmas rhyme. And one year he did the night before Christmas. And this year he did Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, my God. So on Christmas. I do subscribe to that. Well, on Christmas Day. Go okay. scroll back to the I Christmas. Will. It'll be my new tradition. <laughs> I listen to it. Oh my God. That's hilarious. It's like three minutes of just Keith Morrison going. I just like when you're at that level, you're like, I've always wanted to do this. Yeah. Like, can I just do it here? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, they did, they did it for Keith. Yeah, they absolutely. He Keith. can do whatever he wants. It's not harming anyone. No. Uh, so, I'm yeah. sure there was one person who left a mean review like, I don't care yeah, about... I don't care murder. about... <laughs> yeah. I'm here for crime and murder. Not for wholesome shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, what about Pam? It's just insane. So maybe we will cover that at some point. That's also dropping weekly. And yeah. uh, that one I don't think about as much. No. The dropout though is very good. Even though I know the story, I want to see it. Uh, right. So there's lots of good actors in it. Alan Ruck shows up. See, when I heard that Alan Ruck showed up, I was like, all right, I need to start watching it There's again. a lot of good... Like there's so many good actors in it. Just yeah. like old school Sam Watterson is in it now. Um, it's just very good. Um, and I really think Amanda Seyfried is doing like a great job. She's so creepy at this point. Um, it took me a while to get there just because I know Elizabeth Holmes very well. And obviously I know Amanda Seyfried from a ton of stuff. So yeah, it's good though. I highly recommend if you haven't watched it. What did you eat? Well... What did we eat? What didn't we eat? Jeez. Um, so <laughs> we made a trek, and I'm serious. This exhausted me. This was a really long trip. We had to go to like the Mid-Wilshire. We had to go to Fairfax. Fairfax uh, during rush hour traffic. Desi and I, it's rare we go west of Vermont. Yeah. And we had to go very west of Vermont. Especially at this time, 7 p.m., which is like not the time you want to be driving in L.A. Although it can be dead, it was not. It was a very stressful drive. We had to go to Fairfax to get donuts at Sidecar Donuts. (laughs) Here's the the thing that's crazy about this. We've been talking about getting donuts at this place for the past year. Yeah. Because we both discovered them on Instagram because they have a donut there called the butter and salt donut. And we're like, ooh, that we gotta, sounds good. We got to try that. So we've both been like following this 
donut place on Instagram for at least a year. Sending each other pics. We send each other DMs of these donut pics all the time. And we haven't, we hadn't been there. And I don't know whose bright idea was. Maybe it was It mine. was yours. Okay, thank you. Because I was going to bail tonight. Because <sighs> I was tired. Then you mentioned the donuts. And I was like, okay, I'll be there at seven. Yeah. <laughs> you just meet me outside. We're going to finally fucking go get these donuts. You downloaded the app. Okay, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with what happened before that. Okay. Here's 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 the two words that convinced you. Is I sent you uh I DM'd you their post from today. I said, "Desi, it's Fritter Friday." <laughs> and you said, "How late are they open?" <laughs> and I said, "9 p.m." That's right. And you said, "I'll be there by 7." <laughs> so she picks me up at 7. We haul ass that's right. To Fairfax. It was a very long car ride for us. Very. And then Desi illegally parked <laughs> and put her blinker lights on while I ran. Hazard, baby. While I ran. Oh, I forgot to say I downloaded the app. So they we have, could place our order while we were so driving. I placed our order while we were driving. I don't even want to tell our listeners how many donuts we got because it is obscene, but we knew that this was... Um, a trip that probably wasn't going to happen again for a very long time. So we needed to taste as many donuts as possible. That's right. So we shared. I, <laughs> we also got two cappuccinos. So I'm going to be up all night. Yeah. Then we, we drove back. And then we drove back. It was a very long car ride. On the way, home, on the way back to my house, we ordered food from Postmates. Because we wanted something savory. Yeah, I said, we're going <laughs> to... We had to eat because we were obviously eating them in the car <laughs> But it was like to have sweet. And we had both of us hadn't had dinner. No. So we ordered food that would arrive by the time we came home. <laughs> I, I I was busy working on my main episode today and I'd hardly eaten anything substantial. I'd had like you know, right. a light lunch and a smoothie. So it's like I'm just operating now at this point on the way back on sugar and cappuccino and I'm vibrating like we need to get something right. savory. Then we ate so many donuts. By the time our noodles came, we weren't even super hungry. No, but, but I'm we did, go back we did eat some. Look, we're going back to them. We just need, we were like had a few bites to get that savory taste in our mouths. <laughs> so we weren't all sugar <laughs> sitting there waiting for us. Those noodles are fucking good. If you live in East LA, you got to get them. I, I think those are like the best noodles I've had in They're LA. They're so good. They're very good. Woon Kitchen. That place is my friend. I love I, them. I think those noodles are excellent. The beef in them is so good. It's like really it's, good. it's really tender. Like sometimes it could be chewy. No, it's tender. That's excellent. I had a I had a like a quarter of a scallion pancake. Also very good. Uh, I tasted the pork bun. Very tasty as well. I think it's, they have like five things on their menu. I'm guessing the other things I didn't get are also very good. I've had their chicken wings before. They have yeah. a very, very small menu, but everything on their menu they do excellently. I'm so into them. Yeah, it's a great little yeah. spot. So yeah, that's what we ate. Well, should we say the donut flavors we ate? Sure. So we had butter and salt. We had a Samoa Girl Scout cookie donut. We had um, chocolate yeasted. I had never seen... That was a very unusual donut. It was a chocolate donut, but it was a raised chocolate donut. Yeah, so, so it was very airy. It wasn't a cake chocolate donut. Most of them are cake yeah. or a raised donut with chocolate glaze. No, but this, this was, was chocolate. Through and through chocolate. Yeah, very good. I liked it. Dulce de leche. Yeah, with and, cinnamon. And because it's Fritter Friday, we got 
An apple fritter. <laughs> Excellent. It was very good. Best apple fritter I, I've ever had. I thought all of them were really good. I like them. They're not very uh, overly sweet. Yeah. And they were all very flavorful and all very distinct. Yes. Which I love. And Brendan helped us eat some of them. Yeah. So it wasn't well, just us. But we tasted every flavor. We tasted every flavor. <laughs> For sure. And of course, I was like, let's share them all so we could taste a bunch. And Rachel was like, but I want my own butter and salt. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, of course, I agree. And I wanted my own butter and salt too. Yeah. But I, I, I knew, appreciate the clarification. I knew, I knew that would be my favorite. I just I, knew. I liked... I definitely liked it, but I wish it was yeasted. And Me I too. thought that's what it was going to be. Me too. So I don't even know that it was my favorite. I find like all of them were pretty good. Yeah. Um, but if it was yeasted, it would have been my favorite probably. Same, same. So that's my only complaint. And it's not even really a complaint. It's just... Uh, I was expecting it to be... I was expecting it to be like a Krispy Kreme butter salts type thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, still very good. Yeah. And I really want to go back because they have different things on different days. And there's one I really want to try on Mondays that's filled with like a cream... Like a um, pastry cream. Yeah. And that one looks really good. Yeah. So we'll get there one day. One day. We'll go back to Fairfax. So yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Noodle noodle time. (laughs) We're going to go back and eat the rest of our noodles now. And we we will see you guys... Next week. Next week at some point. And... Follow us on Green Room. We'll be talking about part two of Bad Vegan. With Cara Berry. Yeah. So that'll be really fun. It's a very The last special. two episodes. It's we're, a very special one. We're, yeah. We're, we're talking about the final two episodes of Bad Vegan on, on Spotify Green Room. So download the app if you don't have it. Tuesday, can, 7 p.m. Pacific. Time. Yeah. And you can hear us chat live. Go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Check us out there too. Check you us out. You can subscribe uh, and get this ad free if you haven't. If this, you've already listened to it, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> but in the future, if you want to hear mini episodes and main episodes ad free, join our Patreon. Uh, we also have a ton of, we have like 200 bonus episodes available of content that has never before been heard before, only for our, but only our patrons have heard it. Yeah. So we're good. Not available on the main feed. Bye. 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 Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.